together growing in faith changing communities in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit the grace and peace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the communion of the holy spirit be with you always today dear friends i would like us to reflect on the gospel of mark chapter 6 verses 53 to 56 at the time when jesus and his disciples had crossed over they came to the land at genezareth and moored to the shore and when they got out of the boat immediately the people recognized him and ran about the whole neighborhood and began to bring sick people on their pallets to any place where they had heard that he was and wherever he came in villages cities or country they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his garment and as many as touched it were made well there's something very powerful about this text it's a beautiful one when jesus and his disciples had crossed over to the other side and when they got out of the boat immediately the people recognized and ran to fetch the sick i'm i'm fascinated by that statement that he, he just crossed over he made a decision let me go to the other side let me be present to someone else there's this altruistic behavior about jesus thinking for the other how can i help someone else how do i bring about change and i'm looking at jesus crossing over and at the same time i'm looking at the the urgency of those who recognize him and they run into the neighborhood into the country the villages and the cities to fetch the sick one is made to believe that there were so many people who were sick in that area and now i want to argue and say they were waiting patiently they were waiting on the lord they were waiting praying asking hoping that the lord will do something and they something powerful there that with you lord we can get everything i like their sense of faith it it comes to me with a conviction that god will help you i i can imagine them going into the cities and moving from house to house and say let's go get ready let's go let's go there's no time let's go jesus has just come 
and we don't know how long it's going to be here, but let's go. That, that, that sense of immediately, and and you remember that, that that's how Mark plays with with the with the text. There's a sense of urgency for everything in Mark. It must be done now, and and even the healing powers of God are there. They're waiting for us. They are readily available. We just need to be present. We just need to ask him. We just need to trust that God has everything under control. And so for me, the, the, the agency has the element of faith that if you don't want to do this now, there might not be the next time. And so what challenges my thinking is this concept of procrastination. When one thing, ah, there's always a next time. There's always a next time. And very few of us realize that any time lost can never be regained. What I couldn't achieve with the given time of today, I can never reclaim that lost time, that unproductive time. And so I am moved by the people who, who not only are, are watching Jesus, but they are bringing their sick to Jesus. And that leads me to another important point. Do I have someone in my life that I feel needs Jesus? That I feel needs peace? I feel they need consolation? I feel that they need understanding? Are there people in our lives that need to be told about the goodness of the Lord? Are there people in our lives that need to be reminded about the goodness of the Lord? And what do we do about those things? How do we allow people to grow? How do we allow people to to know that they are loved and to know that they can trust God? That you can trust God with your life. You can trust God with everything. There's nothing he wouldn't do for you. There's nothing he wouldn't change for your well-being. Can I trust that the Lord has everything under control? That the Lord knows your pain, your suffering, your hurt, your frustrations. The Lord knows. My dear brothers and sisters, sometimes we we forget that the Lord knows. He knows. They bring the sick to him. The lame, the paralyzed, the blind, those who live on the fringe of society. Now, what fascinates me is that Jesus does not speak to them. He doesn't say anything, even about them. 
It's the author that tells us the story. And they brought these people to Jesus, not to be touched by Jesus, not to be prayed over by Jesus, so that they themselves may touch Jesus. And that's all they're praying for, that I may touch Jesus. Touch the fringe of his cloak. I just want to touch you, Lord. There's this beautiful song, I need your touch. Now again, I need your touch. And how many of us are like that? That I need your touch, Lord. I need your touch. I need to to be healed by you. I need to be redeemed by you. I need to be forgiven by you. I need to be loved by you. But I need to bring myself to you. I need to want to come to you. I need to long to be united with you. It is important to do that. That I need to be in your presence. Because in your presence I find meaning. In your presence I find healing. In your presence I am made anew. It's... It's something we are called to reflect on. It's something that can change our lives. It's something that can enhance our faith. To take ourselves before God. Because we are sick. We are hurting. We are delusional. We need direction. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and to guide the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.